Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Chasing Curiosity with Chelsea podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Holden, and I currently live in Spring, Texas. This podcast is designed to cultivate curiosity, to question what it is that truly makes our lives beautiful with meaning, and we'll get into all things regarding self-development, entrepreneurship, adventure, and so much more goodness. So without further ado, I want to get into today's show. We are in episode number nine and in the theme of February and it being the month of love, I want to introduce somebody that's near and dear to my heart, my best friend, Melanie Daigle. Melanie, thank you so much for being here on the show. I'm so excited to do this interview with you. Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast interview, so I'm super excited. Oh man, this is so much fun. We're going to have a good time and hopefully you you, the listener, will be able to walk away with some good nuggets. So Mel, why don't you give us a little introduction? Sure. So um, my name's Melanie. I'm uh, originally from Canada and I moved here uh, what to Houston about eight years ago. I am an engineer turned entrepreneur and I'm really just so curious about how I can savor the most out of my life. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, okay, so this episode is all about self-love, and I want to know, what does self-love look like to you? Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question I've been um, really pondering really for a long time, but I think only recently have I come to my own personal you know, definition of that. And... For me, self-love is really about listening to your internal desires and following in that truth. So it isn't, for me, necessarily manicures and pedicures on Sundays, though that is part of it. It's mostly about listening to that internal voice that's telling me and guiding me on what my life's purpose really is. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, we're so used to seeing, especially on social media, like self-care Sundays and self-love is so much more than that. It It is. is, it goes deeper. And I love what you said about looking in and finding your higher purpose and all, you know, there, there's so much goodness in that and we can dive deeper into that. Um, And doing so, when you're looking inwards, how do you incorporate self-love on the daily, like daily practices? Yeah, I think that's an important question because the way that you framed it, self-love needs to be your life. Like it's not a task on your to-do list. It needs to be incorporated into all of the layers and facets of who you are and what you do. So for me specifically, self-love starts with my mornings and my morning practices. Um, I start every single day, even on the weekends, um, with journaling, meditating, reading, um, and really like just pouring into myself and figuring out what exactly is happening within me and listening to that internal, you know, that internal voice that's telling me this is off or this is on and like this feels good or this doesn't feel good. So it's really tapping inward. So I would say my self-love practice really starts with setting the tone in the mornings of really checking inward and figuring out like how I'm doing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I am such a big morning person too. And I think both of us, you know, read Miracle Mornings, which I talked about in one of my episodes previously. And 
honestly, there, there's so many books and teachings out there. You know, Miracle Morning is a book and the 5 a.m. Club by yeah. Robin Sharma is a really great one for people to tap into. But it, it's taking lit, what works for you and what doesn't, right? Totally. What, what serves you and what doesn't. It doesn't mean you have to do all of these things no. in order to love yourself. No, no that, and that's been a huge takeaway for me. Like, because when I read the book... There's like six different things you're supposed to do every single morning. And as time went on and I played with this like formula, I realized really self-love also is checking in and seeing what do you even need. Right. Do I work out every single morning? No. Mm -hmm. If I feel like I need to get that energy out in the way of like a, uh, a cardio, which is like maybe walking my dog for five miles versus going and lifting weights in the gym, like I tune in and figure out what it is that my body needs that day. I don't necessarily journal every single morning either. Sometimes I don't have much that I need yeah. to like get out on paper. So it, it is very, very fluid. And that is giving yourself that grace is also another form of self-love to really say like, I get to define what works for me and what tools I'm going to use every day. I love that. And journaling, I want to stay on this topic for a little sure. bit. So journaling is a tool that I practice myself too. Um, and I've, I've mentioned this before, but when I journal, I use my journal more as like a prayer. I have different journals, mind sure. you, like because I need all <laughs> like a million journals for yeah. my life, but I separate mine out into categories and my journal, um, that I use daily is like more of a prayer journal where I'm actually, you know, out there and like praying what's on my heart or praying mm. for people in my life. Um, you know, giving gratitude in that yes. sense. You use prompts a lot of times in your yes. journal, right? Can you touch on that? Yes, totally. So, um, I go to therapy and I'm a huge advocate for therapy and I can't take credit for this. It's my therapist who told me you need to check inward with yourself because I'm the type of person who in the past I wasn't very in touch with my emotions okay and I think that was a form of you know self-sabotage to not really be able to look inward and, and check inside and see what's going on so through journal prompts the journal prompt that I love to use the most is what is the strongest emotion you felt today oh I love that and it's so crazy because when I first started using these prompts I didn't I couldn't have even listed off 10 emotions for you like I had to google a sheet that listed off emotions that I could pick from because I'm like I don't know like I'm stressed like stress stress was like my big emotion yeah and what I didn't realize was that there's that's a surface emotion and there's emotions underneath that maybe that's fear maybe that's loneliness maybe that's discontent with the way things are going in your life so these prompts that I use of like what is your strongest emotion helps me dive into that and just gets the conversation going on my paper oh that is so good yeah I I know I've talked to so many people that they are like, I know I need to journal. I just don't know what to say, mm. you know, mm-hmm. or maybe they're, maybe they're even like, you know, nervous about really putting out their emotions <laughs> on journal, like for fear that somebody might read it, totally. you know, like even if they live by themselves, like, yes. you know, but 
can you touch on that a little yeah. bit or maybe like walk us through? Totally. It's funny that you asked that because I just had like a humongous aha moment. I'm in a writing class right now. Oh, fun. Yes. So this is part of, this is actually part of my self-love is like deciding that I want to look more inward, develop my writing um, abilities. And so I joined this writing class. And in this writing class, we actually share at the, the next week what the prompt was from the week before. And then the writing uh, instructor gives us feedback. That's awesome. So one of the writing prompts was, was me writing about my feelings about a certain situation I had in my life. And at the end of me saying this statement and saying how I felt about something, the instructor told me, I don't believe that. Oh, wow. She pushed it back on me and she said, why did you say that? Do you believe that? And, and I didn't. I didn't believe what I said. And it wasn't until that moment where she called me out on it that I really truly realized it wasn't how I felt. It was a story I was playing in my head. Oh, and nice. so when I thought back, I realized even in my journaling, I hadn't been completely authentic with myself. And that wasn't because that wasn't even conscious. Like I didn't even realize that I wasn't truly diving into what I felt about things. I was writing what I thought I should feel about things. Oh. So it, it honestly, I, my advice would be to really go back and read your journals and ask yourself, is this actually how I feel? And maybe with a little bit of distance from that moment, from that occasion, you can actually say, I don't know why I wrote that. I honestly was really, really upset. Yeah. You know, so I think from having that outward perspective or even the perspective of yourself and going back and reviewing it is really helpful because sometimes our mind plays tricks on us and doesn't even allow us to see what's truly going on inside. Yeah, I think we can tell ourselves stories oh, so yeah. often because we want, maybe we want things to be a certain way <laughs> yeah. when we know deep down that that thing or that person or that job no longer serves us. Yes. So... By journaling, it's also a form of, you know, strengthening the muscle for self-awareness. Totally. Right? Totally. Especially, I think you I think you were the one who actually inspired me to even go back and reread my journals because that was really impactful for you with, right. with alcohol. Right. Right. It was. Yeah. It, it was huge to go back and just kind of see where I was in that moment in yep. life. Yep. And, and I think the important part was to see it from an outside perspective without judgment. Yes, that's huge. You know? that and so before, huge. I would be judging myself or you know, beating myself up. Or maybe I didn't put those strong emotions <laughs> down in my journal yes. because it was like, I'm going to stay positive and yes. I'm only going to write the good things out. Well, yep. bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I need to get everything out because yes. otherwise it all stays inside and then it just eats away at you. Totally. It, I, the thing that I've realized recently is that facing those emotions, even though it can feel really, really scary at the time, mm-hmm. It, it diffuses the situation. You're going to have the moment. If it's a bad emotion or sadness or whatever it is, you will have that moment and you're going to cry and it's going to be upsetting. But then you go through it. Mm-hmm. Instead of allowing it to just continue circulating within you wherever that resonates, some people it's in their throat, some people it's in their heart, their stomachs. Yeah. You can physically feel when you are resisting emotions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel it all the time. A lot of times it's in my gut or in my heart. Like yeah. it's just that heavy, like yeah. anxious pressure. Yeah. Yes. And until I talk about it. I so 
I know we talk about Enneagrams a lot. I am an Enneagram 2, which Mm -hmm. is basically a heart center. We are the helper. And emotion is... I'm emotional all the time. (laughs) I think I've cried on my podcast before. Like, you know, emotion just comes naturally to me. Yes. But for me, it's about being able to control that emotion a little more. Yes. You know, not judge myself for having the emotion. Totally. Allow myself to go through it. Yep. And then be like, okay, and now we're done. Exactly. And not becoming the emotion. Thank you. Not becoming the emotion. You are not sad you experience sadness oh that's beautiful like you know create some distance from that and I think that allows us to realize that these emotions do serve us like when you feel sadness or you feel mourning the reason you feel those things is to remind you how important that thing was to you and then also on the flip side so that you can truly experience happiness and joy so there is a purpose to these emotions but you have to face them in order to see that yeah and you can't have light without dark exactly exactly you know the sadness also makes you enjoy the happiness you can't be happy all the time it just doesn't exist it's boring it is boring (laughs) oh man so much goodness um so we talked about what self looks like self love looks mm-hmm. like for you and and some tools that you use one of them being journaling. Um is there another tool that you can leave with the listeners and maybe that would work for them something that they can start incorporating if they don't really know how to practice self love? Mhm. Um I would say I would go a little bit um out in left field here and just say that in order to start with self-love, you can't just you can't just start with like, oh, I'm going to go for a mani-pedi or I'm going to go for a, a monthly massage or whatever it might be. I think what you need to do is truly look at what is the the area of your life or what is the, the one thing that's creating the most pain. And I think you start there. And oh, it's starting beautiful. to create relief in all of these small little ways of your life. And it doesn't have to be a spa. Like right. you don't have to take a bath. That's not like if that's not fulfilling you, then no. Like maybe for you it's oh my gosh, meal prepping, grocery shopping and all of that stuff creates so much stress in my week and you need to order pre-made meals. That is self-love. That is identifying this is a major pain point for me. This creates so much stress. I hate Sundays because meal prepping sucks. Maybe that is self-love to you. What is the biggest pain point? Be brave enough to take a look at your life, take an inventory, and just start there. Like, I really believe it just starts with relieving pain. That is so good. I absolutely love that. And I... I couldn't agree more, you know, and I think it is, it's having the awareness and how do we have awareness is by taking a step back and looking at our life and the areas of our life without judgment. Totally. So having that awareness to really identify the areas that are no longer serving us. Totally. And I think that comes, okay, yes, it definitely comes in us like reviewing our journals and that's great, but like our relationship and the ability to have someone in your life who can mirror you in a loving way. Like, I can't tell you how many times you've shined the mirror back in my face and said, Melanie, this is something you've been talking about for months. Mm -hmm. Is this something that's serving you? And it comes in a loving way where I can really ask myself, I didn't 
even realize this pattern kept replaying over and over mm-hmm. again, but you saw it and you called me on it in, in the most beautiful way that allowed me to take a step back. So sometimes awareness, it's hard to see it when it's so close to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We need to have those relationships in our lives that will be able to help us create that awareness as well. And I think this is a good time for us to talk about conscious conversations. Conscious conversations. <laughs> we need a tagline for I know. it, I think, or something. I mean, our title's catchy enough. Yes, but I, I like yeah. it. Yeah, so conscious conversations. Yes. We recorded our first live episode today. Yes. Well, we had a little teaser last Yeah, week. we had a teaser. Um, but today we recorded our first live video of conscious conversation. And really, that came about from you and I yep. building our relationship, growing together both on this self-development journey each on our own paths Mm -hmm. but building a community with one another that we realize like every time we're together we have great conversations and you and I walk away with something that we can use breakthroughs yes awareness oh my gosh a new tool a new podcast a new book a new little nugget of goodness whatever it looks like right that you and I were both like, we have to share this. Yes. We need to get this out. How do we do this? Yeah. And so you had a brilliant idea. It's you like, came up with the great name, yeah. Conscious, Conscious Conversations. Conversations. And we really just said, we just need to get ourselves on camera. Yes. Let's, let's be virtual for right yes. now. Let's get these conversations out into the abyss and allow others to kind of chime in, have conversations with us, ask questions, and really cultivate a community of like-minded people because we've seen the value of having each other and I think like honestly my personal development growth honestly has been like multiplied by a thousand thanks to having you in my life who's been able to like mirror back at me and bounce ideas and if I'm having a low day you're up like we don't really we don't feed into the negativity with each other right and having a space to go when you are feeling down or when you are inspired right is so important and I don't think there's that many places that this type of community exists. So. I I completely agree. Obvi, that's why we're <laughs> doing it. But I agree too. You know, there are times when I'm not my normal chipper self or I'm going through something. And because both of us are in real estate too, yes. it's like, I need to bounce an idea off you or I'm going through this hard transaction right now, you know, and maybe you are just on this crazy high because you just did this new tapping technique and like everything good is coming and, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're both up here high sometimes, but then other times it's like, dude, I'm here and help me, help me work through this. Yes. And we always come away. We, we're maybe leveled up one emotion. Totally. Exactly. We're, you, we don't go down. And I think that's the difference. Um, in the past, I've had relationships where you bring a problem and the person on the other side is feeding into how bad that problem is. And mm-hmm. then you go into this negative tailspin. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, you feel even worse right. about that person, that situation than when you came out of it. But when you have someone who understands the path that you're on and they're on it too. Right. They, they're going to lovingly push you and push against you from when you're wanting to go down that negative tailspin. Right. And like that has been so, so incredibly powerful. And I think that's what this community is going to bring is like, no, we're going to push you to grow. Absolutely. And we want you to push us to grow too. Absolutely. It's, it is, 
it's going to be a community of like-mindedness. Like you totally. and I don't know everything, but no. you bring something different to the table yep. and I bring something different to your table as totally. well. That the more people we have in this community, the, the more people we have having these conversations, yep. having in-depth conversations and driving each other to be their best and highest yes. self. yes everybody benefits totally i'm tired of small talk yes. let's have big talk i'm trying to make that a thing hashtag big talk i want big, big talk. talk no seriously i agree, I agree. I, I, the, the surface stuff like it doesn't serve me anymore and i just am so literally passionate about like yeah. having these real real conversations right. and, and just growing together and i think as a collective, we will raise the frequency of humanity. I, I girl, I'm here <laughs> for it. I am so here for it. No, and it's to tie this back into self love. Yes. Self love. We have to love ourselves first. We yes. have to fill our cups first yes. before we can pour out onto others. Totally. You know, and. By you and I having done this work individually, bringing it together as a community, we've filled our own cups. Yep. And now we get to fill each other's cups. Yes. And now there's so much love and so much service backed by that, that it's time to share it. Yeah. We've got tea in our saucer. We're ready to like pour from our saucer, not our cup. (laughs) (laughs) It's spilling over. Like we want to give, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Truly we want to give. We know how good it feels. Oh, yes. Like it feels so good to be in this space. And, and... I like I there just aren't enough words because it truly is it's it's figuring out how to truly love yourself to live your best life to be your highest self that we can contribute the best to society totally and that's the goal like you want to you really want to feel like you're making a difference yeah like not just for yourself like yeah you have to take care of yourself but like Okay, then once that cup is filled, because it will get filled. If you're on this path, it will get filled. Mm -hmm. Then what do you do with the rest? You give back and you help empower others to be their highest versions of their selves. Because why not? We only have one life. Yes. Yes. Mm. So good. High five. High five. so awesome. Mm. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I just want to wrap up with one last question. Okay. What are you curious about? I'm curious about a lot of things, but right now what is like literally just honestly taking over my brain, I am obsessed. I am obsessed with the idea of limiting beliefs and how we can rewire our minds and our beliefs that do not serve us. So when we have things that are playing in the back of our mind that are negative, that are in our minds, not because we put them there, not because we chose for them to be there, but because we grew up and someone told us we weren't good enough or whatever that Mm -hmm. is, how can we rewire that in the most efficient and effective way? Like, I just want to take all of these thoughts that no longer serve me and squash them. And I know that I can't do it with all of them, but um, really just kind of picking apart my own brain and looking within and saying, like, how can I be the highest version of me? I love that. Mm-hmm. Mel, it's always a pleasure. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Oh, I am so grateful too. to share just some of the goodness that 
from our conversations that you and I have with our listeners today. So I want to encourage you, the listener, that if this episode resonated with you, please share it. You can tag at the Chelsea Holden on Instagram. Uh, Please give it a rating. Leave me a review. It's how other people can find us, how we can all truly love ourselves the best. And if you think that this episode would be a great listen for a friend, please share. Don't keep me a secret. Well, that's it for today. Light and love. Adios.